Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? Uh, well, it's JD, but I'm starting to worry that I was supposed to prepare a song, <laughs> and apparently uh, I was not prepared, so apologies, everybody, for not coming in here in sing-song fashion. Michelle didn't hit me to the gimmick. Uh, I did not tell you that this would be our tribute to Off Book, the podcast where the entire episode is an improvised musical. Today will be an improvised musical. No, oh, we're well, not doing that. We're not doing that. For, uh, thanks for hipping me to the gimmick. It's, yep, uh, yep. I don't know where Great that podcast. phrase came from, but it's a thing I'm saying now. Hip into the gimmick. We're Make hip sure you to hit the me to the gimmick, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. What's our podcast all about? Why did we call it We Watch Shudder? Well, we're hip to the gimmick, and the gimmick is Shudder. Uh, we watch it. We like it. We talk about it. They don't pay us. We're going to remind you of that every month in case one of the Shudder employees tunes in one day and they're like, what? We don't pay them? We should give them free service. They can have their 6 or $7 right. per month for free. Except then we're still going to talk shit about your movies sometimes. I'm sorry it comes with the territory. Oh, we, hey, we, we try real hard not to, like, talk shit so to speak i mean oh, we always... I, I try to talk mad shit oh well all right michelle's <laughs> a shit talker now all of a sudden guys i am i will be the voice of kindness and reason going forward on oh this podcast. how the turntables yes oh how the <laughs> turns have tabled okay. guys we watch uh, original and exclusive shutter releases sometimes we watch other things sometimes they're new releases sometimes they're archive releases Sometimes it's a special request. Is that what we're doing? Oh, yes. It's yes. special request day on We Watch Shudder. Michelle, what's the request that we're handling? The request was for us to do a musical episode, but we're not doing that part. Instead, we watched The Wailing, which was originally on Shudder. And then the second we went to watch it, it was gone. So... Um, if I you want promise, to see the whaling, it's on a lot of services, yeah, and I'm I, sure it will be back. <laughs> at the time we decided to do this episode, uh, it was absolutely still available on Shutter. Uh, as far as we can tell, it's only left in the last couple of days. Uh, it's not an originals or exclusive release, but it was a movie they had on there. And it, more importantly, it's a movie that one of you, one of our wonderful, supportive, glorious listeners reached out to us through the email of all things, not through one of these fancy newfangled social medias, where, by the way, you can find us at We Watch Shutter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Michelle's responsible for most of that goodness. Uh, this was an old-fashioned email, mail at wewatchshutter.com, uh, from our new friend Leo. Leo said, I really like the whaling. I would love to hear you guys talk about it. And I said, well, Leo, I tell you what, man. Uh, the whaling is a movie I have known about for quite some time, and I know it has a positive reputation. But I also know it's two and a half hours long, and there's lots of subtitles, and that's real intimidating to my ADHD. But we made it through it. We said, you know what? For you, Leo, for you... I will put myself through it. I will watch two and a half hours of subtitled The Wailing. And that's what we did. 
I have to confess that I did not watch it 100%. I was at like a 90% today. It was a very busy day. I just need to confess in case you ask me a specific question, like where did you stand on this part of the movie? I'm going to be like, I was typing an email at that point. But I have seen it in the past and I had strong opinions already and it reaffirmed those strong opinions. So you so. mean you didn't uh, you didn't stay up until 3 o'clock in the morning watching two and a half hours of the the wailing, Michelle? The opposite. I woke up at 4 a.m. because yesterday I was very tired and I took a nap at 6 p.m. and then it was 10 hours later. <laughs> so mine was an early morning. I have had those kind here. of naps where your nap yeah. just turns into, oh no, you're you're going to sleep now. This is bedtime today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I woke up <laughs> I woke up briefly at 11 p.m. Went, oh shit, I got to do my Duolingo so I don't lose my 1,000 day plus streak. <laughs> so I just did the very basics. Uh, muy bueno. Uh, uh, buenos noches. Like just the basics. And then I passed back out. I wasn't going to lose that streak. It's been a thousand well, days, JD. And I still it. barely know Spanish. <laughs> you got it, Michelle. You got it. So Thanks. we're talking about The Wailing, a 2016 Korean uh horror Film. slash mystery <laughs> slash uh this movie this is one of those movies that I think rides that interesting line between what most people would call horror and thriller uh but it definitely qualifies here and uh and that's what we're here to talk about uh mm -hmm. you said you have seen this once before like like how long ago would you say you saw it uh roughly a year although knowing how i judge time now it could have been five years ago i have no concept but i think it was probably a year oh, maybe good. five yeah oh. i had this was uh, your had, first time though yeah i had never gotten around to seeing it we should probably get into talking about it uh yeah. we now it's like i said it's not on shutter anymore as of just maybe the last week or so but as it turns out, the good folks at imdb.com have a really great uh, little descriptive script set up on their website. So uh, Michelle's going to read that for us so that you guys I have an am. idea of what this movie is about. In case you haven't seen it, which you, a lot of you have. A lot of them messaged me when they found out we were doing this. Oh, and that good. was nice. I like getting comments and messages, you guys. Uh, anyway, so the description from IMDb. <coughs> Soon after a stranger arrives in a little village, a mysterious sickness starts spreading. A policeman drawn into the incident is forced to solve the mystery in order to save his daughter. Not even on Shudder. I can't say Shudder exclusive, original, nothing. They, they just dropped it. JD, why don't you tell us your spoiler-free thoughts? My spoiler-free thoughts on The Wailing. Uh, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it did some really fun and interesting things. I feel like it absolutely did not need to be two and a half hours long. Uh, I'm going to give this one uh, uh, three and a half skulls. Okay, three and a half, which is not bad for making you read for two and a half hours. That is yeah, not I, your favorite thing. No, I always, like. I like to remind people I often feel like because I especially watch weird horror movies and stuff where often you have to be paying attention to what's going on. If I'm busy mm -hmm. focusing on subtitles, I'm always anxious that I'm going to miss something. 
Uh, my focus is not the best, but we made it through. I understand this yeah. movie. I, th- the things that I love about this movie, I really, really love. Uh, mostly, mm-hmm. there was just way more of it than I needed. Uh, and we'll talk about that when we get into the spoiler section. Awesome. So my rating, since you asked me so nicely, um, I... Uh, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it the first time and I feel like I enjoyed it way more than I did watching it at 90%. But I think a lot of what the charm of this film has is that you don't, you can't really guess what's going to happen. It does keep you constantly guessing. And when you think you have things figured out, you don't. That's where the the thriller part of this comes in. So watching it a second time, there wasn't really a lot to surprise me. And so a lot of the opening sequences, which are just building that story and bringing you in, did feel very drawn out the second time. Um, however, I still love it. I think uh, Korea has some of the best horror out there. I am uh, such a weeaboo <laughs> for their horror shit. Uh, I am going to give it a 4.5. Four and a half and three and a half is an average of four. Nice not uh, not too shabby for the oh. whaling. Uh, just quickly, Michelle, you would know off mm-hmm. the top of your head better than I would. You mentioned Korean horror movies. Uh, yeah. Is uh, Parasite was a Korean film, wasn't it? Yes. Bong Joon-ho, and he's also the guy who did uh, Snowpiercer. Yep, and yeah. uh, there's also Train to Busan. And I Which I still haven't seen. Oh, my God. I'm Jeez. so mad because, you know, here's what happened, Michelle. Uh, mm-hmm. I was all, we had talked about it for a long time and how you had to yep. see it. And then I watched, uh, I, I don't remember what, it, maybe it was the 101 scariest horror movie moments or whatever mm-hmm. they did on Shudder last, uh, last October. Anyway, uh, I watched something that just completely gives away the ending of the movie. But the ending is not the best part of that movie. I watched the same thing, and while the ending is good, it is nowhere near the stuff that I watched that movie for. Well, all that I'm saying is, is it, it, put the best a, zombie film. it put me in a sour mood, and then that immediately put... Anyway, uh, we're talking about The Wailing, not Train to Busan today. <laughs> Although, if you haven't seen Train to Busan, go check that one out. But also, check out The Wailing. It's on a yeah. bunch of streaming services. I watched it on Peacock. It's on Hoopla. So if you have a uh, library card, you can go sign up for that, which is a great service. There's some garbage Nifty. on there, but there's some good stuff. So, there, Well, I mean, you can say that about just about any streaming service, frankly. There's yeah. some garbage. There's some good stuff. Speaking of, Tubi's been really scary. Stepping their game up. They're not just yeah. doing uh, Karis Hell and Lawmageddon anymore. Uh, here's, there's some good stuff on Tubi. Here's where, here's where Tubi's not stepping their game up. Paying attention to where they insert the ad breaks. <laughs> <laughs> They're just random in the middle of a scene. I could get so much. Like, don't get me wrong. I watch my share of Tubi. But I could get a whole lot more behind Tubi if they put any effort at all into ad break placement but oh, i know imagine... it's, it's a tubi ad here i am i'm here to talk about the whaling <laughs> see how i just interrupted you that's how tubi right. does it i love uh, yeah, well yeah. done thank you uh i'm really good i'm gonna be tubi for halloween uh so we should get into the spoiler free section yeah uh, guys if for you our wanna, dear listeners if you want to go watch the whaling before we spoil a bunch of things about it you're going to want to push that pause button right about now and now we're into the spoilers section. You have been warned. Michelle. Uh, JD, 
Oh, I was going to say, you haven't seen this before. I'm curious to know your first impressions before I comment on anything. Well, uh, don't we also want to kind of do a quick oh. summation? Let, let wow, me try and do this one. Wow, I forgot this week. Oh, you let want to do this one? Let me try and do this one. Yeah, so, uh, so this movie takes place in a small Korean village, uh, and a Japanese fella uh, comes to town, uh, and then people start getting sick, and they also start going crazy and killing each other. And everybody kind of blames the Japanese fella because, well, they're all kind of small town racist. Uh, and they uh, then the, the, there's this one cop who's the main guy uh, and he's kind of a girly boy, uh, which is something they say about him in the movie. That's not words that I put in, in this movie's mouth. Anyway, they make him out to be a real sort of. Uh, uh, you know, he's not a real aggressive alpha male type. Uh, but then, uh, his daughter gets sick, uh, and he blames the, the Japanese guy. And then all of a sudden it looks like there might be demons or ghosts involved. Uh, and he finds his daughter's shoe at the Japanese guy's house uh, and then she gets sick and she's like starting to get violent and she kills a bunch of people and then they kill the Japanese guy and throw his body over a cliff and then it turns out it probably wasn't the Japanese guy at all. It was this other ghost lady and the Japanese guy was trying to help her or trying to help stop her, which why wouldn't he have just told them that? But that's fine. We'll talk about that later. Uh, and then, uh, the, basically, like, everybody dies, and it's a real bleak motherfucker of an ending, and this little, like, 12-year-old girl is just a sadistic murderer, and she killed her whole family, and then they roll the credits. Did I get pretty much all of that? I think enough, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I do have to say that by making the lead character a girly boy, which did make me laugh, because I, I forgot that that was from the movie, and I was like... Gee. It might have been girly man. <laughs> they might have. Yeah. They might have <laughs> said girly still. man, but I, I'm pretty sure it was girly boy, which is why it stuck out to me. I was just like, oh yeah. come on. The idea of you being like, oh man, look at this girly boy is very funny to me because that. Is oh not yeah. Thing I oh no, I'm 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 as girly boy as it gets, guys. I'm uh, I'm a I'm a big squishmallow. That's. I'm that's my That's my whole um, that's my whole deal, uh, except for horror movies. Then I like it sick. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Dangerous Furby. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, so, uh, yeah. Your first impression. I'm. I'm um, I like I said the the things I like about this movie I really really like. First of all, I think it's a a really interesting story. Uh, how they uh, uh, they layer uh, both. It, it's like it's simultaneously like it's like there's. There's a demon oppressing them and causing all these problems. And then there's also this ghost. But, and they, they make it really clear from the jump that this lady is a ghost, right? Like, it's so obvious, but they also steer you away from it for so long and, and do so many things that I almost forgot for a little while she was even there. Or was, a, was a, like, I, I assumed eventually that that was just the only scene she was going to be in. Uh, but I like how it plays those two things off of each other until ultimately, even at the end, we're not sure 
which one was on our side and which one was against us. And ultimately, I think maybe they were both against us, but they were also against each other. And it was just so weird. It's like, oh, no, this isn't demonic oppression. This isn't haunted by a ghost. This is fucking both of them. You got cancer and AIDS and you're going to die twice and it's not going to be good. And uh, I just, I, I thought that was really interesting. This girl uh, who plays the, the cop's daughter was amazing. Uh, Juan Hee Kim is her name. Uh, the character was uh, 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 Hyojin. with an H. Yeah, Ho- Hyojin. Uh, and I apologize if I'm butchering these pronunciations. Um, I thought all of the, the performances here were really good. I, I just thought so much of it was just... Something that I've said before, this movie is way too slow to be this long. There's so much of this that just lingered and lingered and lingered. And I feel like you could have very easily told this same story and shaved at least 45 minutes off of the running time of the movie. Uh, I thought everything they did was executed well. All the performances were great. I really really fucking love probably my the high watermark of the movie for me was that sequence uh where it's basically like a montage uh uh ritual battle where like mm-hmm. the good shaman is is doing his death hex and the japanese guy is in his hut doing whatever it is that he's doing i thought that was really well well done the way they put those together and made it obvious that what was happening here was this isn't just two things that they're putting together side by side for metaphor. Like these are happening at the same time. These guys are basically having a shaman battle in the middle of this movie. I thought that was great. When the, uh, when the good guy, the, or at least we assume the good guy shaman, the human shaman uh, comes to, uh, to the, the cop's house at the end and starts just like, gushing blood and some kind of white mucky mucus out of his nose and mouth just gross as fuck i thought that was really well done i thought the effects were were good here i liked almost all of the individual elements of this uh there it was just it was like somebody had challenged me to eat an absurd amount of food and i was able to do it and i didn't even wouldn't even say i didn't enjoy it but i did feel like it was way too much uh, at the end. That's a really good way to put it. Uh, okay. The little girl in this, um, phenomenal, ac- phenomenal actress, as you pointed out. But the part where they begin the exorcism and they are just uh, like throwing bells in her face and stuff. And she's just screaming. She wasn't even possessed at that point. I, <laughs> I related to her so much. I laughed so hard. Um the beginning of this movie does start out with so many comedic moments. Like you yeah. said, it's kind of establishing that this guy is, uh, oh, I had a really good word for it. Um, but yeah, he's just like a lovable oaf. Um, and then when he kills the Japanese man's dog, you're like, oh, okay, I'm okay with bad things happening to this guy. And I felt that was a good way to switch it because we're still kind of feeling for him and his uh, love for his daughter. But then it kind of starts unraveling like, oh, yeah, this guy is cheating on his wife. I I remember that. And uh, oh, yeah, he just murdered a dog gruesomely and he's not doing any sort of police work. He's just kind of a vigilante.
vigilante and it's like oh okay I'm not 100% on the side of this guy but you still relate to him and you still want to see what plays out you don't completely uh like you don't rebel against him because maybe it was a demonic dog who knows um I love the effects uh that blood gushing part that you pointed out also uh-huh. all of the prosthetics of these kind of yep. zombie creatures whatever they're afflicted with is so interesting um the way that these people act when they are afflicted uh with this thing and then ultimately die is very unnerving um i agree yeah with the they movie. do that uh mm-hmm. they do that back scorpion thing that always just makes Ugh, me fucking yep. cringe Ugh. yeah i can no oh gross Ugh. i love it though uh, you mix that in it, with some don't make me do it <laughs> yeah you mix that in with some really good like like celery crunching bone sound yeah. effects and oh Ugh. fuck yeah good stuff good <laughs> so stuff crunchy crunchy yeah. um then uh oh like you were saying about this is too long but the content is good i think that's why i don't mind the length i didn't even remember it was that long that wasn't a thing i thought about when i heard that the whaling was suggested um because to me it never felt so i know to you it felt kind of like it, it drug on i Every little element of this, um, even though it felt a little unnecessary in the second watch just because I knew what was happening, it all felt like it had a purpose. Um, It all brought me into it. Uh, I feel like this didn't take a while to ramp up like a lot of horror films do. They didn't really take a half hour to establish the story and then uh, throw you into it constantly. There are things going on to remind you this is a horror slash thriller with weird things. There's a naked woman standing outside the police station for no reason. Oh, Even I love how they <laughs> did that scene. Yeah. When yeah. like when he first sees her, like we don't see her. We just see his reaction to seeing her. And I thought that was it's just the kind of thing you don't see terribly often. And I thought it was really well done. Isn't that the Hitchcock effect uh, that you had mentioned before? Yeah, yeah, that was that's show the Alfred their Hitchcock reaction. Thing. Yeah, yep. show a show a thing, then show somebody reacting to the thing. Oh, and it's the opposite. Yeah, it's uh, sort of this uh, this uh, pure cinema effect or something. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I just really loved how they played that out. Um, I do like how this movie is uh, like it's very much. Uh, <laughs> uh, oddly timely in the way that like it plays on xenophobia and toxic masculinity and how like yes this guy's daughter getting sick uh, is definitely part of what shifts him into that more violent place but there's also a very decent amount of like he's getting uh like like he catches a lot of crap from his coworkers and friends uh, like after that that uh, scene at the at the burned down house, when the uh, the creepy people kind of grab his arm and he freaks out or whatever, and he has to like I, I I think maybe the implication there was maybe he soiled himself and that's why uh, he at least got really dirty. But like they had to bring him clean clothes to work from home and all of this, and there just there's very much an amount of like a certain amount of piling on on this guy of just like, man, like, would you just get it together? Uh, And then he kind of breaks in, in bad ways, uh, obviously. But so, yeah, I thought that was interesting development. I just, uh, 
Uh, I feel like for uh, like I said, for everything there was there's like like for example, we had two different. Uh, ritual sequences here with the shaman, right? You have the first ritual where he's trying to, to get things taken care of, and then you do the death hex. I feel like you could have condensed that into a single uh, moment in the film. I think there's just a lot of stuff where they they do a, a decent amount of reiterating or reinforcing things uh, that I've already completely caught on to. I feel like you could, like I said, I feel like you could have told this same story because... Again, part of why I, I haven't watched this movie until now is like, man, two and a half hours is a heck of an investment. Uh, and uh, uh, I don't regret that I watched it, but also I, I'm not certain this is one that I will ever watch again for that reason. I do want to talk about the ending a little bit because... Uh-huh. You think that it was two demons kind of playing against each other and not no, it necessarily... No, it was, it was a devil and a ghost. Yes. Okay, so two, uh, let me rephrase, supernatural entities, rather. Sure. Um, playing against each other and that neither of them oh, no. cared. No, I, what I'm saying is I don't know what... Like, maybe that's what it was. Maybe one of them was yeah. the bad guy, one of them was the good guy. Maybe neither one of them were. Maybe they were... Uh, fighting each other but fighting us at the same time i i don't know i i found by the end of it i wasn't a hundred percent certain what the hell was going on interesting i absolutely thought that the woman ghost was trying to help him and uh by the way that entire scene of her saying wait until the rooster crows three times is so suspenseful because you know that this man who is so? not very smart you didn't Agree? No. I thought it went really? on I thought it went on way too long. Oh, I was very into it because I know bumbling, that's the word I was going to use for him. This bumbling <laughs> man. Oh, he is a was, bumbler for sure. Yeah, he is the epitome of bumbling. Um he is more bumbly than a bee. Uh <laughs> uh silly. Anyway. Um we knew that he was going to break this eventually and we knew it was building up to something horrific because there was no way that it was uh, going to be something small that he walked into with the way that the rest of the movie had done the horror elements. It was going to be bad. There was going to be blood everywhere as it turned out. Um, so just waiting for that rooster to crow the third time, I was also on the edge of my seat. I think it's interesting that you weren't. Um, but I think part of it is that I 100% believed that that for whatever reason, uh, the ghost was trying to get him to stay there. And I felt like she was just trying to do it in this very, I don't know, ghost mysterious way, just like how she threw rocks at him instead of talking to him. I just, I loved her character, the way that she had made that uh, good shaman bleed everywhere mm -hmm. and throw up. Like oh, I, I was on her side the whole time um, and still not sure how I feel about the human shaman if he was just an idiot and she knew that. And so she's trying to get him away from it. Well, um, I want to, I want to ask you about the human shaman uh, as long as we're talking about the end sure. there, because the, obviously one of the very last things we see is the human shaman uh, shows up at the murder house where the girl mm -hmm. has just, gone ape shit and slaughtered everybody uh and yeah i get it the the ghost lady was like if you don't wait then your whole family is gonna die and as it turns out she was right mm -hmm. uh, except for the girl uh but um how did you interpret or what did you take from 
if anything, the fact that the last thing we see in this movie is the human shaman taking photos of the corpse of the cop, which is exactly what the Japanese guy, who may have been some kind of shaman, did to other people, uh, ostensibly to get them, like, as part of his his magic rituals uh, against them. But also, I'm not sure if you caught this, but the camera that the human shaman is using is the exact same camera the Japanese man was using. Hmm, I did not catch that they were the exact same camera. Um, It did... Well, now I'm feeling less uh, less convinced of my answer, but I felt like he was not doing the right thing up until that point, but that his intentions were good. He was just, again, another bumbling man who happened to be a shaman in this case. Um, I see that. Yep. And then when he was taking the photos, I couldn't explain why, um, but he is a shaman. So I thought, you know, this obviously lends doubt to what is going on and whether he is a good person but that everything had been so mysterious about him up to this point anyway that maybe this was you know taking photos to learn from mistakes or something Um, there was enough doubt it so I wasn't 100% positive still that he was uh, you know good but that's kind of where I landed uh, because up until that point I had obviously gone back and forth but I don't know. I I still am not fully sure, but I think that's why I like this so much is because every little detail is, this is a very uh, detailed film. Um, Everything feels very deliberate and I, I like analyzing it. Yeah. And uh, I, like I said, I'm I'm not a hundred, I I might watch the last 30 minutes or so of this again, just to see if I can, kind of deduce how I feel the the ending actually plays out. But yeah, I I very much got this impression that by the end of it that that this was actually like just an unfortunate confluence of multiple bad things happening to this village all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, I don't know, it's... uh, uh, it definitely uh, layered some some shit on at the end there that I was just like, what the fuck is... And like I said, that that camera is what... Because they went out of their way to show you the camera when the Japanese mm-hmm. man was taking pictures of the of the uh, the, the priest uh, in mm-hmm. his cave after he... And that's another thing that I wanted to point out for sure. Yeah, I can see I haven't talked about that. <laughs> how did I go through this entire movie and just never put two and two together that the Japanese guy was the crazy demon monster eating people in all of these other sequences, the diaper man? I, like, I don't know. How did I? How did I not? <laughs> how did I not figure that out until they showed it to me right there? The Japanese man is the diaper demon. They looked identical to me, so that was never a reveal. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I yeah. never put it together. I, I felt real silly, but, <laughs> uh, okay. but yeah, I, uh, so I don't know, uh, I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to take from this. Like I said, I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I don't regret seeing it. I thought it was really well done. I definitely want to see more uh, from from the people who made this, uh, but uh, I don't know that I would ever give this one a second watch, just because for me, again, it was it was very slow. 
if you're feeling like watching a two and watching a two and a half hour movie that isn't Titanic, which is very timely right now, uh, <laughs> may I suggest a movie that I still don't think you've watched and I've watched several times? R R R. The three hour long yeah, film on Netflix. If you're going to devote an afternoon to a movie, it's got to be that one. What you should have done so there, Michelle, times. is you should have said Train to Busan. <laughs> yeah, but that's not three and a half hours. I guess he could watch Train to Busan twice. I've could. done that back to back because I really like that movie. Um, I, I will give a uh, quick uh, surprise mini reveal for listeners who have made it this far that we will be doing a new segment and in that new segment which will be revealed at the end of the month beginning of next month somewhere around there uh i do have some um additional train to busan content to bring to the table that is not actually from the train to busan movie so tune in later or don't tune in again ever i i get it people have abandoned me my whole life why don't you just become one of them, Michelle? Listener? Michelle, they love us. It's fine. Leo, thank uh, you so much for the yeah. suggestion on this one, man. Like I said, I, I I've been looking for an extra push to finally get it off my my watch list, and I did that. I I, I enjoyed the movie. I I thought it was uh, definitely a good time. Uh, the effects here were crazy good. It definitely put some creepy atmosphere out there. Uh, and if you guys have anything that you'd like us to watch uh, from the Shutter Archive when we do one of these archive episodes, they don't have new releases, uh, you can do what Leo did. Shoot us an email, mail at wewatchshutter.com. As I mentioned up top, you can check us out on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's at wewatchshutter, all of those places. Uh, and we've got a website called wewatchshutter.com. And if you have a moment, if you could swing by your podcast provider and give us a rating, and if you have an extra moment to review, that would be super, super helpful for us, and we would very much appreciate it. We definitely read the reviews, and we take criticism from them. So we try. You're not like mean to us, but I mean, we've changed different things about the show where we went, oh yeah, from a third person perspective, we've never thought of that. We should so. probably stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought no, you meant stop I mean, reading no, the reviews. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, we should stop doing that yeah. thing that we didn't realize we were doing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah eventually, I will poorly, stop laughing all the time. That um, was a but... poorly timed and worded comment. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> anyway, was, guys. Uh, I prefer so, the idea of we should stop taking that. This advice. is what happens when we record in the afternoon. Michelle, I got to get out of here and get uh, know, going to go host a trivia game. And you got... This is how much we uh, we appreciate you guys, right? We will carve out if we have to we will find an hour in the middle of the day to be able to get that episode done and get it put up for you uh this yeah. one will be uh dropping in about six hours from when we're sitting here that means nothing to you guys for you it dropped like 30 seconds ago or two days ago or whenever but in uh, the future in the past i have to go hang out in a basement and watch my friend play scary video games yeah this so is the thing michelle does she doing. goes over to her friend's house and uh -huh. they go down into the basement and they turn all uh -huh. the lights off and they project the scary video game up onto the wall on a big screen. Uh -huh. And she just sits there and watches somebody play a scary video game. Watching video games is one of my favorite things. We can get into it in, on another episode. But, I'm not going uh, to yuck our, nobody's yum. <laughs> yeah. Not going to yuck our, nobody's uh, in yum. In the beginning episode, uh, video games are a big reason that I got into For horror sure. movies. So. 
Thanks for joining us again, guys. We will be back next week. We're finally going to be talking about Quicksand. Finally. Quicksand, which got rescheduled and we didn't know. dropped slower than somebody standing in quicksand would have. (laughs) Uh, 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 That was clever. Say goodnight, Michelle. Goodnight, Michelle.